Trinadapi Sunichena Tudariva Sahishnuna Amanina Manadena Kirtaniya Sadahari Hare Nama Hare Nama Hare Nama Ivakivalam Glu Nastyeva 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 Gatiranyata Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Jadvaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Book The Supreme Personality of Godhead By His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Chapter 20 Description of Autumn the killing of Pralambasura and the devouring of the devastating forest fire by Krishna and Balaram became household topics in Vrindavan. The cowherd men described these wonderful activities to their wives and to everyone else, and all were struck with wonder. They concluded that Krishna and Balaram were demigods who had kindly come to Vrindavan to become their children. In this way, the rainy season ensued. In India, after the scorching heat of the summer, the rainy season is very welcome. The clouds accumulating in the sky, covering the sun and the moon, become very pleasing to the people and they expect rainfall at every moment. After summer, the advent of the rainy season is considered to be a life-giving source for everyone. The thunder and occasional lightning are also pleasurable to the people. The symptoms of the rainy season may be compared to the symptoms of the living entities who are covered by the three modes of material nature. The unlimited sky is like the supreme Brahman, and the tiny living entities are like the covered sky, or Brahman, covered by the three modes of material nature. Originally, everyone is part and parcel of Brahman. The supreme Brahman or the unlimited sky, can never be covered by a cloud, but a portion of it can be covered. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, the living entities are part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But they are only an insignificant portion of the Supreme Lord. This portion is covered 
by the modes of material nature. And therefore, the living entities are residing within this material world. The Brahma Jyoti, spiritual effulgence, is just like the sunshine. As the sunshine is full of molecular shining particles, so the Brahma Jyoti is full of minute portions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Out of that unlimited expansion of minute portions of the Supreme Lord, some are covered by the influence of material nature, whereas others are free. Clouds are accumulated water drawn from the land by the sunshine. Continually for eight months, the sun evaporates all kinds of water from the surface of the globe, and this water is accumulated in the shape of clouds, which are distributed as water when there is need. Similarly, a government exacts various taxes from the citizens, such as income tax and sales tax, which the citizens are able to pay by their different material activities agriculture, trade, industry, and so on. This taxation is compared to the sun's drawing water from the earth. When there is again need of water on the surface of the globe, the same sunshine converts the water into clouds and distributes it all over the globe. Similarly, the taxes collected by the government must be distributed to the people again as educational work, public work, sanitation work, etc. This is very essential for a good government. The government should not simply exact taxes for useless squandering. The tax collection should be utilized for the public welfare of the state. And I might add, it is too bad that our Republican and Democrat uh, political leaders do not read this Krishna book. It is very sad. Because in this one paragraph, Prabhupada has solved all the political uh, mongering on both sides of the aisle. I hope the day comes when we have a legislature which makes its decisions based on Srila Prabhupada's books. During the rainy season, there are strong winds blustering all over the country and carrying clouds from one place to another to distribute life-giving water to the needy living entities. Water is urgently needed after the summer season and thus the clouds are just like a rich man who in times of need distributes his money even to the point of exhausting his whole treasury so the clouds exhaust themselves by distributing water all over the surface of the globe in this connection I would like to comment that oil the all the oil companies 
which for the past so many years have been experiencing record-breaking profits in the amount of billions should please heed this message of Krishna book and please redistribute their wealth to the suffering people. Continuing, when Maharaj Dasara, the father of Lord Ramachandra, used to fight with his enemies, it was said that he approached them just like a farmer uprooting the unnecessary plants and trees. And when there was a need of giving charity, he used to distribute money exactly as the cloud distributes rain. The distribution of rain by clouds is so sumptuous that it is compared to the distribution of wealth by a great munificent person. The cloud's downpour is so profuse that the rains even fall on rocks and hills and on the oceans and seas where there is no need for water. It is like a charitable person who opens his treasury for distribution and who does not discriminate whether the charity is needed or not. He gives in charity open-handedly. Before the rainfall, the whole surface of the globe becomes almost depleted of all kinds of energies and appears very lean. After the rainfall, the whole surface of the earth becomes green with vegetation and appears to be very healthy and strong. Here, a comparison is made to a person undergoing austerities for fulfillment of a material desire. The flourishing condition of the earth after the rainy season is compared to the fulfillment of material desires. Sometimes when a country is subjugated by an undesirable government, persons and parties undergo severe penances and austerities to get control of the government. And when they again, when they attain control, they flourish by giving themselves generous salaries. This temporary profit is like the flourishing of the earth in the rainy season. Actually, one should undergo severe austerities and penances only to achieve spiritual happiness. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is recommended that tapasya or austerity should be accepted for realizing the Supreme Lord. By accepting austerity in devotional service, one regains his or her spiritual life. And as soon as one regains his or her spiritual life, one enjoys unlimited spiritual bliss. But if someone undertakes austerities and penances for some material gain, it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita that the results are temporary and that they are desired by persons of less intelligence. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. 
Rama Rama Hari Hari. During the rainy season, in the evening, there are many glowworms visible about the tops of trees, hither and thither, and they glitter just like lights. But the luminaries of the sky, the stars and the moon, are not visible. Similarly, in the age of Kali, persons who are atheists or miscreants become very prominently visible, whereas persons who are actually following the Vedic principles for spiritual emancipation are practically obscured. This age, Kali Yuga, is compared to the cloudy season of the living entities. In this age, real knowledge is covered by the influence of material advancement of civilization. The cheap mental speculators, atheists, and manufacturers of so-called religious principles become prominent like the glowworms, whereas persons strictly following the Vedic principles or scriptural injunctions become covered by the clouds of this age. People should learn to take advantage of the actual luminaries of the sky, the sun, moon, and stars, instead of the glowworm's light. Actually, the glowworms cannot give any light in the darkness of night. As clouds sometimes clear, even in the rainy season, and sometimes the moon, stars, and sun become visible, so even in this Kali Yuga, there are sometimes advantages. For example, sometimes Lord Chaitanya's Vedic movement of distributing the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra is heard. Let us chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I'd like to welcome my good friend and follower, Cesar Avila. Welcome to our a little group here. We hope that you can uh, come every week and join our little party here. Welcome, Cesar, and all of you online. I would like you all to welcome Cesar and encourage him to be a regular follower of our Krishna book class here. Haribo. People seriously eager to find real light should take advantage of this movement instead of looking toward the light of mental speculators and atheists. After the first rainfall, when there is a thundering sound in the clouds, all the frogs begin to croak like students suddenly engaged in reading their studies. Students are generally supposed to rise early in the morning. They do not usually arise of their own accord. However, but only when there is a bell sounded in the temple or other spiritual institution. By the order of the spiritual master, they immediately rise. And after finishing their morning duties, they sit down to study the Vedas or chant Vedic mantras. 
Everyone is sleeping in the darkness of Kali Yuga. But when there is a great Acharya, by his calling only, everyone takes to the study of the Vedas to acquire actual knowledge. Very good, Jagadambika, Hari Bol. Very nice. Nice, nice, very good. Good service. During the rainy season, many small ponds, lakes, and rivulets become filled with water. Otherwise, the rest of the year they remain dry. Similarly, materialistic persons are dry. But sometimes, when they are in a so-called opulent position, with a home or children or a little bank balance, they appear to be flourishing. But immediately afterwards, they become dry again, like the small rivulets and ponds. The poet Vidyapati said that in the society of friends, family, children, wife, etc., there is certainly some pleasure. But that pleasure is compared to a drop of water in the desert. Everyone is hankering after happiness. Just as in the desert, everyone is hankering after water. If in the desert there is a drop of water, it may of course be said that there is water there. But the benefit from the drop of water is very insignificant. In our materialistic way of life, which is just like a desert, we are hankering after an ocean of happiness. But in the form of society, friends, and mundane love, we are getting no more than a drop of water. So this section here that we're reading, I use this in one of my songs called Tamasi Ma Jyotir Gama. This is where I got one of the lines to my song. So maybe in the next concert session, I will sing Tamasima Jyotirgama as we are getting inspired here in this Krishna book class. Our satisfaction is never achieved as the small rivulets, lakes, and ponds are never filled with water in the dry season. Due to rainfall, the grass, trees, and other vegetation look very green. Sometimes the grass is covered by a certain kind of red insect. And when the green and red combine with the umbrella-like mushrooms, the entire scene changes. Just like a person who has suddenly become rich. The farmer then becomes very happy to see his field full of grain. But the capitalists, who are always unaware of the activities of a supernatural power, become unhappy because they are afraid of a competitive price due to abundant production. In some places, certain capitalists in the government restrict the farmer's production of grain. And that is exactly what has been happening in America for many, many years. Prabhupada is pointing the finger of America 
and other places when the rascal government does this. In some places, certain capitalists in government restrict the farmers' production of grain, not knowing that the actual fact that all food grains are supplied by the supreme personality of Godhead. According to the Vedic injunction, Eko Bahunam Yo Vididhati Kaman. The Supreme Personality of Godhead maintains this creation. Therefore, He arranges for a supply of whatever is required for all living entities. By the way, this line, Eko Bahunam Yo Vididhati Kaman, that was the first. Sanskrit sloka I ever heard Prabhupada explain when I was a new devotee the first time I actually heard Srila Prabhupada speak he spoke on this verse that he's mentioning here and therefore that verse will always be a part of my heart and soul therefore he arranges for a supply of whatever is required for all living entities. When there is a population increase, it is the business of the Supreme Lord to feed the people. But atheists or miscreants do not like abundant production of food grains, especially if their business might be hampered. During the rainy season, all living entities in the land, sky, and water become very much refreshed, exactly like one who engages in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. We have practical experience of this with our students in the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Before becoming students, they were dirty-looking, although they had naturally beautiful personal features. Due to their having no information of Krishna consciousness, they appeared very dirty and wretched. Since they have taken to Krishna consciousness, their health has improved, and by their following the rules and regulations, their bodily luster has increased. When they are dressed with saffron-colored cloth, with tilak on their foreheads, and beads in their hands and on their necks, they look exactly as if they had come directly from Vaikuntha. Let us continue. In the rainy season, when the rivers swell and rush to the oceans and seas, they appear to agitate the ocean. Similarly, if a person who is engaged in the mystic yoga process is not very much advanced in spiritual life. He can become agitated by the sex impulse. Although during the rainy season, the high mountains are splashed by torrents of rain, they do not change. Similarly, a person who is advanced in Krishna consciousness, even if put into difficulties, is not embarrassed. A person who is spiritually advanced, accepts any adverse condition of life as the mercy of the Lord. And thus he is completely eligible to enter into the spiritual kingdom.
Now that last few sentences, Prabhupada is reminding us of what we learned in chapter 14 when we studied the prayers of Lord Brahma after he had become bewildered by Krishna's manifestation as all the cowherd boys and calves. And one of the prayers that Lord Brahma offered was exactly that. I'll repeat that because that's exactly where Prabhupada is referring to. Although during the rainy season, the high mountains are splashed by torrents of rain, they do not change. So here it is. Similarly, a person who is advanced in Krishna consciousness, even if put into difficulties, is not embarrassed. A person who is spiritually advanced accepts any adverse condition of life as the mercy of the Lord. And thus he is completely eligible to enter into the spiritual kingdom. We continue. In the rainy season, some of the roads are not frequently used and they become covered with long grasses. These roads are exactly like a brahmana who is not accustomed to studying and practicing the reformatory methods of the Vedic injunctions. He becomes covered with the long grasses of Maya. In that condition, forgetful of his constitutional nature, he forgets his position of eternal servitorship to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By being deviated by the seasonal overgrowth of long grasses created by Maya, a person identifies himself with the Mayak production and succumbs to illusion, forgetting his spiritual life. During the rainy season, lightning appears in one group of clouds and then immediately in another group of clouds. This phenomenon is compared to a lusty woman who does not fix her mind on one man. A cloud is compared to a qualified person because it pours rain and gives sustenance to many people. A man who is qualified similarly gives sustenance to many living creatures such as family members or many workers in a business. Unfortunately, his whole life can be disturbed by a wife who divorces him. When the husband is disturbed, the whole family is ruined. The children are dispersed or the business is closed and everything is affected. It is therefore recommended that a woman desiring to advance in Krishna consciousness live peacefully with a husband and that the couple not separate under any condition. The husband and wife should control sex indulgence and concentrate their minds on Krishna consciousness so their life may be successful. After all, in the material world, a man requires a woman and a woman requires a man. When they are combined, they should live peacefully in Krishna consciousness and should not be restless like the lightning 
flashing from one group of clouds to another. Sometimes, in addition to the roaring thunder of the clouds, there is an appearance of a rainbow which stands as a bow without a string. Actually, a bow is in the curved position because it is tied at its two ends by the bowstring. But in the rainbow, there is no such string, and yet it rests in the sky so beautifully. Similarly, when the Supreme Personality of Godhead descends to this material world, he appears just like an ordinary human being. But he is not resting on any material condition. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that he appears, <coughs> the Lord says that he appears by his internal potency, which is free from the bondage of the external potency. What is bondage for the ordinary creature is freedom for the personality of Godhead. In the rainy season, the moonlight is covered by clouds, but is visible at intervals. It sometimes appears that the moon is moving with the movement of the clouds, but actually the moon is still. Due to the clouds, it also appears to move. Similarly, for one who has identified himself with the moving material world, his actual spiritual luster is covered by illusion. And with the movement of material activities, he thinks he is moving through different spheres of life. This is due to false ego, which is the demarcation between spiritual and material existence. Just as the moving cloud is the demarcation between moonlight and darkness. In the rainy season, when the clouds appear for the first time, the peacocks dance with joy upon seeing them. The peacocks can be compared to persons who are very much harassed in the materialistic way of life. If they can find the association of a person engaged in the loving devotional service of the Lord, they become enlightened and dance just like peacocks. We have practical experience of this. Many of our students were dry and morose previous to their coming to Krishna consciousness. But having come into contact with devotees, they are now dancing like jubilant peacocks. Plants and creepers grow by drinking water from the ground. Similarly, a person practicing austerities becomes dry, but after the austere performances are completed and he gets the result, he begins to enjoy life and sense gratification with family, society, love, home, and other paraphernalia. He becomes jolly like newly grown plants and grass. Sometimes it is seen that cranes and ducks 
meander continually on the banks of the lakes and rivers. Although the banks are filled with muddy garbage and thorny creepers. Similarly, persons who are householders without Krishna consciousness are constantly tarrying in material life in spite of all kinds of inconveniences. In family life or any life, one cannot be perfectly happy without being Krishna conscious. Srila Narottam Das Thakur prays that he will have the association of a person, either a householder or a man in the renounced order of life, who is engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord and is always crying the holy name of Lord Chaitanya. For the materialistic person, worldly affairs become too aggressive Whereas to a person who is in Krishna consciousness, everything appears to be happily situated. The barriers around an agricultural field sometimes break due to heavy torrents of rain. Similarly, the unauthorized atheistic propaganda in the age of Kali breaks the boundary of Vedic injunctions. Thus people gradually degenerate to godlessness. In the rainy season, the clouds tossed by the wind deliver water which is welcomed like nectar. When the Vedic followers, the Brahmanas, inspire rich men like kings and members of the wealthy mercantile community to give charity in the performance of great sacrifices, the distribution of such wealth is also nectarian. The four sections of human society, namely the Brahmanas, the Kshatriyas, the Vaishyas, and the Sudras, are meant to live peacefully in a cooperative mood. This is possible when they are guided by expert Vedic Brahmanas who perform sacrifices and distribute wealth equally. So, we will end our class here because uh, beginning in this next paragraph, we will be talking from a different angle of vision. So, this is the part one of this chapter. So, we will pick this up from this point when we have class next week. Before we do questions and answers, I'd like to sing one kirtan and we will do the Nishringa prayers so everyone can uh, follow along and sing Nishringa prayers. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Here we go. Namaste Nara Singh Haya Namaste Nara Singh Haya Namaste Nara Singh Haya 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 